Are we on? Yeah. Are we on the air? Yep. <laughs> she's sniffing. She's sniffing. I wonder if that's recorded. I'm sure it did. What? You're going to hear she's that. Sniffing the, uh... Took a big sniff of the microphone. <laughs> Silly girl. Silly girl. All right. The year is 2014. It's the 6th of August. Ah, he said August. And you're wasted away on the North Coast. I, uh,. I said April in the pre-production meeting. <laughs> I thought for sure it was going to say April again. This is Amigo Schmo. Mickey. Mike. And Hug. And Nala. Nala. The jingling Nala's, here is the collar of Nala. Nala speak? Nala will not talk. The sniffing of the microphone that you heard was either Schmo or Nala. <laughs> <laughs> and we're here to do our wrap-up to our big... Detroit concert at Comerica Park, which was boring. <laughs> which was what two weeks ago? Homer soundbite. Yeah, it was yeah. less than two weeks ago. Two, a week and a half. A week and a half. And uh, we're si- we, we are sitting right now in a new studio location at Shea Hud. <laughs> oh, it's French. Yeah, why is it gotta be French? I don't know. It should be. I don't know. Should it be Shea? Cantina HUD and the uh, screen porch, Florida room, whatever you'd call this. There's pet crickets. <laughs> yeah. It's nice. Man, we got, it is. It's nice out. It's very still. What, in the 70s? Yeah, very still. It's a balmy. No breeze. 70 degrees, straight up, according so, to my see, phone. It's, it's like perfect. We have been listening to. Some Jimmy Buffett music that HUD picked, so that's all the older <laughs> that's, stuff. HUD's mix of yeah. really old Buffett. Great. A little no bit complaints of changes, a little bit of no remakes there. Nope. White sport coat, all that stuff. Little changes. That's the dog. Some A1A. Nothing beyond, uh, Nothing somewhere, beyond somewhere, somewhere over China. China, China. Right? Yeah. That's right. Even though a few after that, I don't mind. Well, that's damn generous of you. Yeah, yeah riddles. Yeah, you like you don't mind riddles. I don't mind riddles and coconut stuff on there. There's coconut was probably mango before a little bit. Coconut was before China, but uh, just right before it, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's so, a good album too, coconut. Well, we've been through all that. We got that going for us. Yeah. <laughs> but there wasn't many cover tunes in the mix we were just listening to. Yes, that's that was shadowy. that was pleasant. <laughs> for later here. But yeah, we're about 10, 11, 12 days removed from the big sting, as I call it. <laughs> it seems longer. It seems longer ago. It does. Oh, yeah. It was two weekends ago. And uh, it was the third year in a row at Comerica Park. They had a lot of trouble selling all the tickets for this. There was coupons. There was yeah, this is the special the deals, special offers from the Tigers. So toughest it, yet. This is the big the, the the big fans that bought their tickets early on paid full price, and the satellite fans got to go in for thirty dollars. Yep, without fees. With no I, fees. Yeah, I didn't no even know what uh, you sent that uh, that image, and I didn't even know what that was when you first sent it. So it didn't even. It didn't even affect me for a while, and then it slowly dawned on me what that was—the Groupon ad. Oh yeah, yeah. and 
and I didn't even notice. I saw that it said lower level, so, so I'm thinking, oh, it sucks to be schmo. And then after a while, I noticed it said lower level and field level that for 39 bucks. To be me. And uh, I think it was like over 900 people had already responded to the Groupon ad. And I did uh, go on there and get could have gotten field tickets for the Groupon price. Because oh, I wanted to see if they were any out there. Do you know what section it was? Was it like BB? Was it like um, right next to us for 39 bucks? And what did we pay? 190 With fees, with right? Fees, it was yeah, over with 200. fees. Yeah, it was over 200 with fees. Um, there was some up in in that first section, you know, like where you guys were towards we were, the back. We were BB. Yeah. So, yeah, we got boned. Yeah, we took it hard and deep. Yeah. You buy your tickets yep. early. But being no. the first ones in. To buy being bigger fans. Yep. Really. That's yeah. what happened last year where I saw a lot of people paying way low prices from other people that they really didn't care too much about. I figured I'd see them one time and they're sitting a couple rows behind me for a hundred less dollars. And this year, even better deals. The Tigers.com, $89 for four tickets. Yeah, exactly. Yep. No fees. Straight yep. up, $89. Yep. Hmm. So That was the best deal I saw. My, mine was 89 face just for my one ticket, which was... With Right behind the foul pole. In <laughs> <And> right field. <laughs> wow. Don't forget your $21 service charge. <laughs> that is what I mean. That, was, still just trying the, to that was just the face value. Right. Face value was 89 and I paid 110 a ticket. Right, 110 so $21 more <laughs> in fees. Yeah. And so what do you think? I was is the first the, uh... seat. I was the first seat behind the pole. I was the first person behind the pole to sit. If, if those other tickets were sold... They went and sat somewhere else because they wouldn't be able to see anything. Ugh. So I was the first. I was back far enough where I could have. I just might as well stay, and I just can't see the leftmost screen. Well, I Joe, can see the rest wow. of the stage. I'm going to have to break down and quote a very, very significant person in our history and say <laughs> you chose poorly <laughs> because <laughs> you chose poorly, Joe. <laughs> That stupid seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all the And then, of course, when no one's sitting there, we're moving around. We move over. And then people come with those tickets, and, and they brought an usher. They must have saw us. I mean, we're ready to move. Everybody, you know, usher? They brought an usher down like, like there was going to be a problem. You scoff And they're like, sir, they have tickets to this seat. Like, oh, yeah, sure, we'll move. <laughs> then the guy was all apologetic the rest of the night as, you know, the 17 times he passed me to go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you could have sat here and not interrupted. He, first of all, he was closer. He could have gone your way. Yeah, just, that wasn't happening. Yeah. <laughs> it was more crowded that way. He did. I did observe him look down the aisle yeah, at our exit, and then he kind of just remotely looked back at you, and he's like, yeah, I think I'll just <laughs> I'm really sorry, guys. we got to go again. No, sorry. He wanted no part of cutting through that group. For some reason, must have figured I wasn't moving. Maybe the scowl that you gave me. <laughs> so, what do you think, uh, Comerica Park next year or no? I give it a no, but I, I was think wrong. So. I, I predicted no this year because they put new turf in, but I predicted no this year too because I just I, I, I now I I was with you. Now I predict that he will. Forever, the rest of the time. So yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I think, watch it. I think this is going to be it because they uh, aren't they going to start on the 
Yeah, they uh, start. But they'll just go park somewhere else. Yeah, but where? I mean, they're going to have parking for. They have, they have, well, they have baseball a, games. We well, have to explain this to our listeners what you're talking about. Oh. There is a, a new development planned for the uh, new Detroit Red Wings hockey arena in that same area. In fact, the same uh, parking lot. Yeah, we were parked. Not in the same area of the, as the concert, but the same area where right, we were Right, it's like parking. kitty corner from the, from the uh, in those, park. In those open park. lots where we've been parking. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's our parking lot is going to be right where the, the new hockey arena is going to be. I don't think that's going to affect the concert, though. They'll just force you to use the parking structure. Well, just, there's there's going to be other parking. There's yeah. other parking for Tiger Games. There's going to be other parking. I don't know. That's not going to keep That's them. the interesting thing, though. Is <laughs> the thing yeah, is, how can, they, how can they accommodate all the parking now with those lots gone? Right. Yeah, they're... they're I mean, not just that. We're talking about Tiger Games. Tigers, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and lions. lions. And bears. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> no, that... The, Definitely disaffects the Lions a lot. I don't know if people park there for Tigers too much. Maybe they do. Yeah, they do. I think they do. Because I don't park well, there. Well, Olympia, they're Olympia lots. So yeah, it's cheap. In fact, the arena is, the, the street we're on, Henry, the arena is right across the street. If you guys can Would see this park? right now, Joey's moving his hands <laughs> up and down motions so that everybody can see that it's the what he's talking street. about. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if moving his hands in an up and down motion is quite as descriptive as yeah. you. I'm not <laughs> sure even how that meant next street, what he was doing with his hands, how that translates into next street. Well, he was moving his hands I think forward. I made my point. <laughs> <laughs> the whole, the whole I, parking doesn't matter. It's whether he can bring the fans in. And if so we have, a, we have a yes? I say, I'm saying yeah. They're gonna, as long as they can remotely bring some fans in there, they're going to have the, that show there. It's going to be a know. struggle to sell tickets. Now. I don't that's, know. How, that's much, how much might they have lost by reducing the price that much? Cause it can't they didn't be, lose anything. They didn't I lose. don't know. It can't be that cheap to, to build your own stage. Because they don't have that stage. Well, does, who loses, though? Is, is Buffett losing or is no, the, I bet is you the uh, Village losing? losing? Well, it would be the right? promoter. The profits getting a straight rate. Right. I'm assuming That's he's getting I'm a straight thinking. rate plus maybe, you know, ten percent of something at the gate. Yep. That's what I'm thinking. That deal's yeah. probably already made. So the promoter so takes it. Yeah, well maybe next year Illich says you're gonna play indoors or we're not gonna be able to afford you. And then we don't get a concert. Or they negotiate a lower deal, the Buffett says no and it doesn't happen. And we don't yeah. get a concert. That's what could kill it. I'm saying right. parking has nothing to do with it. Well don't find other parking spots. They'll, they, they'll use the people mover, all that stuff. Or is Illich going to build an amphitheater? Because wouldn't it be nice to have a big amphitheater? Yeah, in but that's the city not in the plans. There, to like, to like build out Chain yeah. Park and turn it into a big concert venue, big outdoor concert venue. That'd be cool to have something like that big on the river like that, but that's not in, yeah, the, what, in the plan. Yeah, what is with that? Settle down. Why don't they have that? Yeah, on the river, like Riverbend, something right there on the river. And because they, Detroit has never utilized the riverfront property. No, you directly. Right. They, they put a where they put Joe loud. Lewis Arena right on there. Hobo, yeah, Joe Lewis. No windows. No windows. <laughs> uh, a bunch of factories and yeah, renovated it into nothing. A cement plant, and instead of throwing up three casinos, yeah, they put the, building the casino a district with city. the theater. Yeah, yeah that's they, they put a casino in the middle of nowhere, riverfront property, and they, they blew it. Yeah, they, if, if the people listening to us, Detroit just sucks. 
That's yes. what we're getting yes. at. <laughs> they don't know, they've never known what they're doing since the late 60s. The only thing they know is how to skim the money. Exactly. Oh, yeah, there's some experts there. Certain Even time they, now, but they just, they, but anyway, it's bringing back to Buffett. Huh? huh? What? <laughs> took a quick turn back to Buffett. Oh, wow. But I dozed off. Well, we just had a well, it's kind of like a Jimmy Buffett concert. Hey, whoa, hey. I got a The hits just keep coming. Should we just dive into the set list? Or Down goes for you. Or do you want to talk about the day? Yeah, I was hoping we could. Well, I like to go chronologically, so. So. Well, uh, I woke up that morning. Yeah. <laughs> well, Saturday the 26th showed up on my phone, and it was nice and sunny. But the very next day, on the 10-day forecast, there was rain. So I'm thinking, oh, perfect. If there's going to be rain on Sunday, it could easily blend into Saturday. Exactly. I prayed for rain. Why did you go? <laughs> That's what I'm still trying to figure out. Why did I go? He did I, say. I, I went to see Fogarty, and go. if I knew he was playing at the Toledo Zoo three days later, I'd have went and seen him there for $42 and a better show. Anyway, I did the usual. Got up and went to... In fact, I got there earlier than the year before. I got there before noon and got to the usual, almost the exact same spot. But you chose poorly. Three you, chose, you chose poorly. <laughs> you guys you had me worried the night before because you, you were talking. You were still on vacation, in vacation mode, I guess. Oh, that's or right. Coming we were home on vacation, vacation that week. Mike was at a I wedding. I forgot about the wedding that he was at. Yep, I so I sent before. out a text demanding some, some information. Patty emails you guys in the morning and nothing happens. Yeah, she was and all wound up. Yeah, and, and like uh, 6 o'clock I send out a text going, come on guys, let's you know, start talking about plans. And fortunately, thankfully, that got some kind of response and we were all talking about we were, what was going to happen the next day. It's about the time, yeah, I got home from vacation. Took the day driving home. It was radio silence all that week. Yeah, that's, yeah we were gone. Schmo announced that he was going to do the usual. Show up, uh, show up at the venue around twelve. Show up at the parking lot around twelve. And I found out from Mike that his sister and brother-in-law had plans for that night, so they wouldn't. We we lost our chance at the limo. Yep. Previous two years, we had the limo, same deal. And uh, their son had a baseball tournament, like multiple games that day, so they uh, they were baseball tied up. Tournament. And, uh, actually, they wound up like not going. They burned their tickets, full price, just like us. Well, and, and they did, did they not go? Did their friends <laughs> challenge Shannon? Did, did no, they have tickets? They nope. never, they they never bothered get... tickets this year. Okay. Nope. They bailed. But uh, Mike and I made arrangements for me to meet at his house at noon instead of going to Schmo's at noon. I was I was actually thinking about going, meeting up with Schmo at at uh, the parking lot just so I could shoot a better video this year because I usually show up so late that I don't shoot any tailgate videos. I don't shoot a lot of tailgating for my tailgate video but I went to Mike's anyway and uh, he got his son to cook giant cheeseburgers on the grill. Pretty tasty. And HUD planned on leaving around 2.30 from what I remember from the text messages that we were all sending back and forth. Mike agreed to leave at 2.30, but we left more like 3 or 3.30. It was like 3.30. And then we got caught in horrible rush hour traffic. Yep. Trying Ford to pick up sucked. his son's girlfriend. Yeah, we hit like every light and the, and the 
I mean, we should even bring Brian into this because now he's a Buffett fan all of a sudden. Yeah, he was. I don't know if we talked about that before. I'm not sure if we mentioned it, but he was one of the ones to make fun of Buffett and make fun of us for listening to Buffett. I don't think that's changed, but he still uh, makes fun of us for being in Buffett, but now he's still listening to it. Now that he's in college, all of a sudden Buffett's Buffett's of interest. Yep. Because they do. They listen to him up at school. They, they, uh, they do their barbecues and stuff, and they play Buffett yeah. in the background. I said, no, you're getting it, pal. That's, that's what it's about. So he was interested in seeing a show. Yeah, He's a little little slow on the tape. Instead of Mike <laughs> forcing him to go see a Buffett concert, Mike just waited around until his son got interested in Buffett yep. and then said, sure, and come it on. Yeah, so he was in. He was going to look for some cheap seats. We figured, you know... Uh, since they were available, there's enough of them out there's there. There's plenty of them out there. <laughs> he could go. So and then it just so happened, HUD had some. He had some extra. He had more tickets than he needed to or he knew what to do with. So uh, we uh, had a couple tickets for him and his girlfriend, and and yes, yeah, so we had to go pick her up on the way. That took forever. Down Ford Road, Garden City, and yeah, that was just horrible. Man, that seemed like we'd never get there. But we showed up sometime between four and four thirty. I think, I think Hud showed up at like five after four, according to the text message, the time of the text message. And we showed up around quarter after four. Right, and you might have did you show up before I get uh, Hud showed up, showed up before I was back. Yeah, you were going to the festivities. There wasn't really any no, festivities really. this year. There wasn't. They used to have a separate area where you do all these things and dig for gold. Yeah, that's, that's all the, gone to the side of the stadium. That, to the left side, the, like the western side of the stadium, they had all that stuff. But I thought that, I thought we knew ahead of time that they weren't doing that. I, I didn't know for sure either way. I just, I didn't know. I didn't investigate. I didn't think about it. But um, Mike's I'm wife, not surprised. I just didn't, I didn't know for sure until we went there. Mike's wife wanted to get to the glitter boob stand, as she calls it. So, uh, which we thought, which she thought was south of the stadium, I believe it's south of the stadium, the, the parking lot between the stadium and the Fox Theater. So I followed her since we had all this time, and I figured, okay, cool, I'll, I'll finally get to shoot some decent video for my tailgate video. So that's the bulk of what my tailgate video is, all that wild stuff going on. That's the parking lot in front of the stadium. And as usual, Mike's wife has a starring role in the video, because she's always bopping around, making a fool of herself, dancing like a ninny. She's having fun. No surprise. Making friends. So I missed. I'll have to watch the video because I missed out on all that stuff. I just hung back and ate, drank. We never did find the glitter boob stand, but she found her sister of all people. Mm. Yeah, which was great. Yay. Why couldn't you find the glitter boob stand? Why should have spent way more oh, time thanks. looking for that than the other one? I don't know. I we found the glitter boob stand right about four o'clock, and then went back. Where was it? Was it in front of the stadium? Yeah, with what you just described, the lot between that and Fox. Yeah, we never found it, or she never found it. There was a glitter. It wasn't our not the usual authentic yeah. free breast glitter stand that I have not seen out for the last two years. But uh, it was hopping in front of the stadium. There was all sorts of stuff. It was amazing. It was like going to the state fair, and every every car was a booth, and it was, there was all this different stuff going on. There were dance parties and. And stuff you could pose with, and, and, and I heard they all got the discounted tickets. That's why they were so happy. <laughs> <laughs> why they were just drunk? 
<laughs> that was a given. Every asshole down there was drunk. <laughs> so yeah, we had I had the parking spot. Everybody showed up. Um, well, I didn't see the parrot. It wasn't as crazy as the last couple years. The last two years, there was a guy there with live parrots and stuff, and he what he didn't show up. And uh, that was pretty crazy. They had some goofballs walking around. Oh yeah, they were walking around with a big. It wasn't that crazy compared to what was going on closer to the stadium. Huh? No, no, yeah. Ours was like a picnic. We had cornhole going and stuff. It was pretty crowded there. I first parked in, I tried to park in the lot. It said 40 bucks, but it said 30 bucks in the lot closer to the freeway. You, I thought that's where you parked. Yeah, but I wanted to go, the other one was 30. And we, we said, I went around and said, how come you're 40? I just found out you're 40. There's 30 right there. He goes, why are you 40? Because cause we're rotten bastards. He said, he said that? Yeah. <laughs> I gave him credit for that. Well, that's the one you pulled <laughs> so, into was the $40 one. And didn't he... Did didn't we he, pay 40? Yeah. I guess we did pay 40. Yeah, we paid 40. Yeah, yeah. Didn't he have a comment for you, too, when you rolled down your window? Yeah, he says, uh, worst fucking day of the year or something like that. <laughs> I hate this fucking day. <laughs> so he had, a, he had a friendly word for everybody. Yeah. He was really ticked off. So... So I went back around and said, I'm going to go in the 30 spot then. So I go in the $30, we pay. This is a different lot than you saw me in. I don't know if you know this. And I parked in there, and then they put me in the middle. And it's a little skinnier than the other. It's about the same size as the other lot. And they're putting three rows of cars. Mm. Not two. Three rows. And then he wants another $30 for your canopy. Oh. oh, 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 oh. And because uh, he says they're going to put other cars behind on one side of my car is parallel parking. They're going to fit them that way. Oh, bullshit. It's going to be nothing but cars. I don't know if they ever really did that. Yeah. I said, oh, I'm, I said, here, here's my ticket. Give me my $30. So I'm out of here. So I, I was afraid that was going to be a big problem, but no. So he let us go out. I went around. I said, you win $40. <laughs> I parked there where you saw me. Forty bucks. Last year it was twenty. Wow. Well, it was for all the improvements. The year before it was thirty. The garbage cans. <laughs> year before it was thirty. So uh, ninety bucks over. I averaged thirty dollars a year. They had to bring it up to the average. Anyway, so then that's where we parked, and uh, we were there, and uh, Wally, listener Wally, and Kate. We're there, uh, of course, parked next to us, and we he he was there with burgers and. Uh, he was That's well awesome. prepared, man. He, yeah, he was. It's cooler it and everything. Stocks cooler and, and all the food and stuff. He made some kind of Key West margaritas that his, that's what he called it, That's and his wife liked a little better because it had, it was more like a pina colada kind of thing going on. So he had that made, which was interesting because that's the only drink I did have until later. <laughs> I had one at noon and then I didn't have one until later. I guess uh, Brian's girlfriend, Kayla, had a few of those and she was... <laughs> She's feeling pretty. She's feeling pretty good. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he was prepared, and I had the grill and everything in the canopy, and he brought the burgers, and it was good. And we made some burgers and uh, walked around and did the usual. And then we toasted. It happened to be around the anniversary. Of, uh, it was the day of. Yeah. Greg's, it was Greg Day because it was a. It yeah. was the, that day, July twenty-sixth. That you know, so we toasted Greg with some good tequila, which and, uh, my. Phone says happened at six twenty-five for people keeping score. Oh. Even though we we said we were going to leave at six thirty, <laughs> but uh, that was about the last thing we did. We were still toasting. Did do, did we strike down after or before? I can't remember that part. We we were uh, we I were pretty much during. packed up 
for the for the shot of tequila. So we took off right after. Yeah, we did. I couldn't remember. I think we put a couple more things back in. So we weren't really that late with the leaving part. Yeah, not like it made any difference, but but uh, there wasn't any kind of uh, hold up getting inside. I didn't. No, think. there was no. There, wasn't, like, the there were there were. Yeah, gate D was the way to go. Yeah, we couldn't we couldn't go straight in, but there were only a few people. In front oh, that's it. Wasn't the previous year it was lined up down the street. Mickey, yeah. it was better than any baseball game you go to. <laughs> You're. It's worse to get in a game now because they they. That you have to take everything out of your pockets. Oh, we did. We had to put them in a little basket. Yeah. What I meant is baseball is way more harder to get in. Unless you go to the no-bag line. Yeah, there, there is a no-bag There's bag a no-bag line, and there's nothing in it but a dude. So you can't bring your wife in? <laughs> but I usually have my daughter or something with a damn purse. Well, tell her to leave that shit at home. <laughs> tell her to leave it. Go so to the no-bag line. Headed straight for the restrooms. Got it. Beverages on the way down to the field. All I got was water. I got one of those lining kugels. I got a nice Mountain Dew. I did have to chuckle. I offered to buy the two newbies a couple of sodas, <laughs> being Brian and Kayla. And they turned me down to go get a couple of beers. What? So then I get my soda go back to find them in the beer line and they're in the soda line because he goes, did you know they charge $9 a beer here? <laughs> I said, yes they do. I so think they had like a 20 with them or something. Yeah. Real so I asked him, what do you get? And he goes, soda. Lighting okay, Google was 10, I think. Yeah. My water was 5. Bottle of water, bottle was, water five was 5 bucks. bucks. Yeah. I wow. bought, but I needed it. I, I, needed I didn't a bottle buy water. one thing. I, I needed nothing. a water, so I got it anyway. I bought a Mountain Dew. Annie went up there and talked to herself. Says I have to take my medicine stuff and got a cup of water for free. You have to, you have to give a sad story like that. <laughs> no, I want like to they know. believed her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got to take my medicine. She probably there was medicine. there was a guy already performing, uh, and I have, I have no idea who he was. He stopped performing before we went down to the field. Just the solo. Guy, I have no idea who he was on stage. I mean, yeah, sounds like a country actor. I think he just snuck in, <laughs> <laughs> and nobody really cared because they were still setting up. Sure, whatever. Just don't get for, in our way. Yeah, exactly. For a second later on, I thought, oh, maybe that first guy was. I didn't remember what he looked like or anything. Maybe it's Peter Mayer's kid. No, but then it wasn't. Though I heard right. him sing with his voice. Is oh, geez. And uh, we were assuming that John Fogarty was going to start at 7, but my cell phone says that he started at 7.25. Buffett came out. And this time I remembered to video record Buffett, because I forgot last year. And it turned out to be a good thing, because Radio Margaritaville did not broadcast the Fogarty concert, which I still can't understand. They recorded the first, they broadcast the first one at Frisco, so why couldn't they broadcast the second one? It makes no sense. Yeah. I still don't understand it. But if you listen to the recording that I sent you guys of Radio Margaritaville, they were they were pro promoing it to start at seven. The you know tune in at seven for the Comerica Park concert, and then later on they started saying tune in at eight thirty for the Comerica Park really? concert. So they knew ahead of time that they weren't going to broadcast Fogarty. Ah, bastards. 
Load up the car and get ready to enjoy Jimmy Buffett's This One's For You Tour from wherever you are as they roll into the Motor City. Join the Detroit fun tonight with special guest John Fogarty live at 7 p.m. Eastern or Pacific. Then Jimmy Buffett and the Coral Reefers take the stage exclusively on Sirius XM Radio Margaritaville. But there, you know, everything's been pretty much average. But uh, Jimmy so. comes out and and introduces Fogarty, and that's part of the tailgate video because I did record that on my cell phone. And Fogarty was awesome. Yeah, he was yeah. amazing. I yeah. thought it was great. Really good. It was great. Yeah, that was. I was just gonna say everything's been average, same old thing. Nothing's really sticking out. And then the Fogarty concert, and then that made. He kicked some ass. He did. It was really he, cool. He to took see. like like very little time between songs. He was just yes. bam, bam. That's what Hud said. He goes song after song. Yep. Bam, bam, bam. And great song yep. after great right. song. Right. And even though they went on some musical interludes, which I'm like, you know, play another one of your songs, <laughs> you know. But well, they the, were still pretty good. And Heard It Through the Grapevine is, a, is an 11 minute uh, song on the album. Mm -hmm. So he. Uh, which you know, Mike's son Brian was actually looking forward yeah. to hearing. He called that one out. He wanted to see that one. And, um, he's a big Fogarty fan, CCR. Yeah, I'm surprised. I had no idea he liked. Yeah, he likes CCR. Yep, he I didn't know, but uh, oh, you gotta. I mean, it was great. Fogarty was great. I'm glad. I and didn't. he would. He mentioned parrot heads a couple times. Yeah, parrot yeah. He heads. just kept you parrot heads. Yeah, you don't know if you, it's like an insult or. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he just you know? he just can't get over it. It's yeah. I got the feeling he's you're just a bunch of parrot heads. Yeah. Right. And then you go to the next song. Line. You couldn't tell if he was insulting us or, uh, you know, making fun of us or, or. Yeah, it was a little bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> if you compare it to the Frisco show, both both sets are seventeen tracks, <sighs> and there are only some slight differences. Um, on occasion, you would like flip a track. Like his third song would be his second song, and then the second song would be the third song. If, if you compare the two, something like that. The only differences were two songs. For the Frisco show, he did Low Die and, uh, what's this song? Long As I Can See the Light. Those are the two songs that he did at Frisco that he did not do at Detroit. Those songs were replaced by Heard It Through the Grapevine and Center Field. So he didn't play Center Field. That's why I think the Detroit well, set. had to play it. The Detroit set in center field. blew away the Frisco set. Yeah. I, I cannot believe he didn't do Center Field at Frisco. Yeah, that's surprising. That that's seems weird. like a given. Yeah, I can't. That's really crazy. And, uh, and I'll tell you right now that I, for some reason, I love the song Lodi. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I, I love really it. Do. So I, I was like, but I was waiting it. for him to play yeah. it. You missed and it. And he didn't do it. But I have no complaints at all. I mean, you know, I've heard, heard it. I got Grapevine instead. I was not a big. It hurt through the Grapevine. I could do without. Brian loved it, but um, Centerfield was good. I'm, I'm good Centerfield, Centerfield for me was the high point of the entire night. I oh, got wow. such a That's kick big. out of hearing that song yeah. because yes, because as soon as he hit the chorus, it dawned on me I'm singing center field, standing yeah. in center field of a major league baseball That's stadium. Right. Yeah, it how cool. fucking awesome is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot believe he didn't do that. At and his friend. guitar was that like a baseball bat. I am he. I have been put in center field. I don't have to ask to be put in center field. I'm in center field. <laughs> Or actually, I can. Be I have no complaints. I don't have to ask so to be center field. I was I kept waiting for Lodi for some reason. I really like that song. Yeah, I do too. But anyway, bam, bam, bam. I'd, I'd like to see a full show. Yeah, that would have been good to see him at 
Wait, they played a lot of songs for a warm-up act. 17. Wow, 17 songs. But that's because he doesn't waste any time. There's there's no time wasted. But he said something. He he just looked. Parrot heads. He he did it like twice. You parrot heads. And then it seemed to, uh, it seemed the break in between seemed shorter, but it was probably because we realized that we could watch uh, Margaritaville TV on Mike's phone. Yeah, that's right. We were, so we, we were watching, watching the countdown. Oh, really? That, phone, yeah. that might have distracted. I don't know if if the if the split in between the acts was any shorter, but it just seemed shorter. And it well, might it might just be because we were watching Margaritaville TV on your phone. We were watching Bing and Bong. Well, there were the videos. Them. There were there was a tailgate video and a video about Detroit guitars in Bloomfield. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. Pardon the intrusion, but I must point out that Mickey is yet again confused. Instead of Bloomfield, he meant to say Birmingham. Um, and so that killed time. And then Bing and Bong, and we couldn't really hear anything right. un- until you put the phone directly to your ear, which meant that I couldn't see it, but you were passed along information, like the uh, breaking news that Utley was going to spend his time off shopping for furniture because he's that much of a rock and roller. <laughs> Pure excitement. So that was kind of cool. And and while we're watching it, it's like, why don't they just put that up on the screen? Why can't we all watch the Bing and Bong show while we're waiting? Yeah, really, it'd be more entertaining. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I watched the yeah. uh, the Detroit guitar video afterward, and Jimmy's talking about, um, like, uh, Detroit's still happening because there's this Detroit guitar shop in West Bloomfield, but it's like, you're it's not, not in Detroit, Detroit, you're in Bloomfield. <laughs> Of course, Bloomfield's happening. The money's in the suburbs. It's not in the city of Detroit. The suburbs are fine. He's walking around. Hey, Detroit looks awesome. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, should we go into the set list? Let's go into the set list. It started the same way as usual, so I didn't bother recording the the beginning because it's just on the screen. The first song... Oh, um... During this third set... The third leg, I mean. During the third leg, Jimmy had stopped doing the the, the first song that he'd been doing, which was Summertime Blues. And then right before our concert, so it gave me it gave it made me uh, curious if he was going to continue doing that, especially because I think it was uh, Cleveland Plain Dealer pointed out how Jimmy starts the concert with two cover songs, which is kind of daring for an artist to do that. Yeah, come to see me, and I'm going to play two songs by somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe they were going to continue to do, to do that, but then right before our show, the Pittsburgh show, on Wednesday, right before ours, he brought back the first song, and sure enough, for our show, he continued to do that. So the first song, just like with the first and second legs of the tour, the first song was Summertime Blues, which he partially rewrote to, to uh, gear it toward the Detroit audience. Any comments? It's, don't Bad. do that anymore. <laughs> Bad. Yeah, it's a cover. I don't want to yeah, sound like a broken record or beat a dead horse, but this is an obvious thing. Beat don't do it. Listen, you pay full horse. price. Yeah, I beat the price. horse. <laughs> sounds. I don't think you want me to. Anyway, the uh, don't don't do this. I don't need to hear summer. I don't need to hear more cover songs. Brown Eyed Girl is a little bit different animal to me. Because I think which, that's second, right? Which I'm is song number two. But song number two, Brian. He's girl. made that his own he's kind of thing. He's made it his own, but you know, he could back off of that. Yeah, no, yes. yeah, he can. 
He's become, you know, it's become no, like let's say cheeseburger he can't. and spins. And yeah, he at least thinks he cannot. He has uh, to play not, that it's song. It's not one of his. He, he could change that it. out for something like Meet Me in Memphis or something. <laughs> yeah, something of his own, absolutely. No, I yeah, he that. definitely could. But that's on that. almost don't count that. I know it's a cover song. I'm just saying, Summertime Blues out of Clear Blue Sky. I don't. I didn't come to hear Buffett play "Summertime Blues," and it wasn't like such a great rendition. Like, did you hear Buffett's version of "Summertime Blues"? No, it's, it was just dumb. I, I don't get it. Maybe it's not dumb because he's making a lot of money, <laughs> but to me, it seems like it's dumb. Well, maybe he's playing to those, you know, those idiot casual fans that. Oh, but the I'm casual fans it. don't oh, even know, know what he's. Yeah. Yay. No, the casual fans think that's his song. They yeah, don't know it's a Van Morrison song. Because I've seen comments like oh, that. Oh, Brown and Girl. Yeah, what were we talking about? Uh, both of them. It's blues. Summertime Blues. Yeah, they wouldn't know Summertime Blues. It's got the word summertime in it, though. That's why when he well, when he started doing it, it's like, blues. yeah, I'm surprised that Jimmy took so long singing this song. Because eventually he's going to sing every song with the word summer in the title. Yeah. Including Porgy and Bess's uh, summer song. Summertime song. Yeah. Don't just don't do this and then Brown Eyed Girl, you don't. And then he did it right away, though. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah, yeah like it was an Alpine know. Valley concert. Can't take a break. He mentioned it. center field during it. Out here in center field with you, my brown eyed girl. And then he acted out catching a fly ball. I don't know if you caught that. I think it's one of the few it. things that I did catch him do. Joe didn't see it from behind the foul pole. <laughs> well, I could see. All, okay, that's this call. What I could see, the foul poles stopped me from seeing the left moat or the right, if you're facing out from stage, the right And it stopped street. balls from being fair. <laughs> Actually,. When it hits the, it's a fair pole because when it hits the pole, it's fair. Right. But anyway, the uh, the left looking at the stage, the leftmost screen, I couldn't see. And there's uh, another thing, I couldn't see anything that was behind them. The screen behind them, I didn't see at all, not one little bit, wow. except that it's on the screens, so it would show up on the screens. That's it. I didn't see what was, you know. So I would see them in front of the screen, but I didn't get to see the the, the back screen. I don't know how much it matters, but it looks pretty cool. And I, so that that was just I, I couldn't figure out what I was seeing on the video screens. Oh yeah, there's a screen behind them. You couldn't see it for even a second. So anyway, so that's my obstructed view seat that I paid full price for. <laughs> it should be against the frickin' law. Well, you should have known. You no, they should, Mickey. They shouldn't sell this ticket. Well, I agree with that, but no, no. They should not sell a ticket behind a pole. At Tiger Stadium, this thing is going to be one-third the back of the day. was one-third the price. This is an obstructed view ticket, and I paid full price for it. I mean, it's unheard of. Even at Michigan Stadium, when they were doing renovations, they sold obstructed view tickets because you couldn't see the whole field. This is an Ohio Stadium thing down in Ohio where they sell full price, and you can't see even half the field at certain places. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I had a yellow pole. I was the first person sitting behind the yellow pole. Un- unbelievable. You chose poorly. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, if you're anywhere else in the section, you're, the pole's not necessarily in the way. I mean, this is completely in my way, but I was able to see uh, see the, the axe and the right-hand side of the stage, but not the left-hand stage at all. That's good enough for you. So then people moved around that they couldn't see. They moved to the section next to us, right across the right across the walkway, and security was telling them, no, you can't sit there because there's no tickets sold for that. So you, you can't sit there, even though they're open. But security measures, are, you can't sit there. So move over to the, across the lane so you get behind the foul pole. Huh. Yeah, This is an obstructed view seat that I paid full price for. 
I mean, it should be freaking illegal. You, you should, you know... It should have been. He's getting worried. Are we playing yeah, this? No, is this like a DVR? I, keep, I forgot that I was going are to. Are we playing uh, this back? I forgot that I was like, should I like write a letter or something? See what happens because uh, you. Yeah, you write can't, the letter. This I've never seen a ticket like this for full price anywhere. I've sat. I've got an obstructed view at Tiger Stadium, and it was much better view than this was. The pole wasn't anywhere near me. I, I just, well, if you were there for baseball games, you would have been fine. You should have taken pictures of your view. Yeah. And then included them with your... He didn't have a camera with a mix. There's... For a Tiger game... For a Tiger game, you do not get this obstructed of you. Because, no, because you're watching home plate, not right. You're field. watching home plate, so if you sit behind the, po- they don't have seats right behind the foul pole like that. But it does get in your way a little bit because I've sat behind it with Kate. But this is just, you know, it's the pole. It's right in front of me. I, yeah. I had like three empty seats in front of me, and the pole. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Anyway, because I got boned. I got pole. Joe's, Joe's up. Soapbox now. <laughs> For for now, and it sucks. We gotta speed <laughs> things along. We're only at track three or something. All right, that's yeah. oh, we'll pick it up quick. It's I could very hear much the to talk about for eight of them. Song three changes latitudes, changes in attitudes. Boring. This is where Jimmy talks about uh, everybody from Canada, all his friends in Canada, and he mentions that it's not uh, much of a change in latitude to get to Canada. And so that's about it. Track four, head hurts, feet stink. This is where he mentions that there happens to be a Jehovah's Witness convention at Ford Field, which is right next to Comerica Park. And uh, Patty that morning had warned us that there was the Jehovah's Witness convention because of, like, parking and stuff like that. But it really didn't affect us as far traffic-wise because they were already there at the convention during the day. And they left before the concert started. So it wasn't that Plus there was like 20 of them. I think they had four to mine. They were all on somebody's doorstep (laughs) trying to give them a brochure. I expected we'd see them milling around our crowds, you know, our tailgates, handing stuff out or whatever. My uh, (laughs) first cousin's wife was at the Jehovah's Witness convention. Oh, really? She was there. (laughs) Did she wonder, what's going on around here? Look at all this. Well, I I got a kick out of Jimmy's comment, which I'm probably going to drop in the little clip where he talks about. this might be a time to, to just make sure that some people are in the right place because uh, there's uh, 50,000 Jehovah Witnesses right across the street at a convention. And on one of the other side of the street, there's parrotheads coming to the stadium. Being a person of partial observance, I thought, that's pretty goddamn funny. So for, to all you sweet Jehovah Witnesses, if some of you took a wrong turn, I think by now you know you're not at your convention. But you're in a pretty good place. Where he warns any Jehovah's Witnesses that might have taken a wrong turn and come into the concert. Yeah. That this is not like the you convention. Just walk in and make a wrong turn. <laughs> well, apparently, probably you could get it free by that point. <laughs> Next song was Son of a Son of a Sailor. Well, let me just say, that was cool that he, I know he's been playing on tour, but Head Hurts, Feet Stink, don't know. Oh, okay. No, that was, that's cool that he threw that in the set list. This is a plus. That's what we're looking for. I would have to say, top Jimmy song of the night. 
<laughs> so far, or the entire night? Yeah, the entire night. Wow. Let's go wow. through. Let's go through. I can't remember stuff. I like, uh, I mentioned this already, but I like the fact that they, they have done this song before, not that long ago, two or three years ago, but they kind of countrified it with, with just like uh, acoustic guitars and and uh, like, a, like a bluegrass kind of version of it. This one is a lot closer to the album version, and I like that. I like the fact mm-hmm. that, that Utley's playing that, that tack piano, old-timey piano, even though it's a synthesizer, he's still using that old-timey piano sound, so mm-hmm. I like it. After that was Son of a Son of a Sailor. The song next was School by Heart, which listener Ed already commented on our website that he's hoping he does School by Heart in Alpine, so watch what you have to say about the song. Cause <laughs> don't, you know, well, we know how Mike get his dander up. Song. <laughs> it's, hey, it flies. Yeah, he's got to play. Okay. He's rich. We get it. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's an okay song, though. It's, at least he wrote it. I'm, I'm exactly. Right with it. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's a Buffett song. He yeah. played a Buffett song. I'm not gonna bitch about it. Next song, Jimmy talks about the water situation in Detroit, and I thought he was gonna talk about the way that they're shutting off water for for people that haven't paid for it. But no, he's only talking about the waterfront, as in waterfront bars, because the next song is Bama Breeze. And he also mentions, he also does a shout-out to Purple Rain. We're here to celebrate that tonight, and with my purple shirt, the 30th anniversary of the release of Purple Rain. That's it. So what do you guys think about that? 30th anniversary of Purple Rain. I'm I know old. you guys are, That's are what huge I think. fans God. of Purple Rain. I'm so old, it's been 30 years since that stupid movie came. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> I never Which I've never seen. I never I've saw never it. seen the movie. I yet. saw it on cable. The only I've, thing I remember is there's one nude scene for like two seconds. I never. I refused to watch it. I. I just never. I just never bothered to watch it. Prince is nude. <laughs> I wouldn't remember that. I'd block that out of my mind. No, Apollonia, I think, is is her name, and she's nude. Yeah. But it's really awkward. It's like she's doing it under protest. Why she covering That's up? I get that all the time. <laughs> no, she's not. She's not covering up, but she seems kind of angry about it. <laughs> well, I get jokes at all the time. <laughs> all right, I'll take my clothes off. But I, this is under protest. <laughs> I want it on the record. Next song after Bama Breeze was Jolly Man Sing. Cool. It's a good song. Song after that was I Will Play for Gumbo, and Jimmy introduces Peter Mayer's son, Brendan, and goes to the whole spiel about Brendan being a history major and how Jimmy himself is a history major. There's no money in it, but look at Jimmy. Jimmy's made a fortune with his history major degree. He's made a fortune, yes. Well, I sit behind a yellow pole. <laughs> I forgot all about this. I am pissed. Pain I am all worked up again. <laughs> I'm pissed. You know what? I'm if you would have just paid your Groupon fee and got yourself a nice seat for on the main floor, eighty percent less than you paid. I'm going to do some of this. <laughs> Seriously. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We'll, we'll do things different next year if he if he goes back there. All right. So anyway, what's is it Brendan Mayer, you said? Yeah. yeah. He's, uh, they've been playing that song on Radio Margaritaville, studio version of, of that song. Is it any better? Uh, his voice is not as high. <laughs> well. I think he's, uh, whatever, maybe he's excited or something at, at playing it live, and his voice was even higher. It was still pretty high on the studio version, but uh, I don't know. There's, there's some talent there, but 
that song didn't grab me. Yeah, the talents dad. You guys are talking about two different things. Well, Brendan ju- Mayer doesn't sing in Gumbo. He just plays guitar during Gumbo. Oh, I'm talking about his song. He's talking about his song. I thought, was it coming next or is it even farther? No, it's farther. Oh, okay. This is Gumbo. I know. He, I, I was talking about Gumbo, Gumbo too. Take, but your, uh, take your easy button. Your put, <laughs> yeah, put, put and show put button. Put and show here. It's not an easy button. That's not how it works, Mike. <laughs> it's a put and show button. Move that section. <laughs> A, is that like easy show. pass? I have to edit this in my car, I guess. <laughs> Next song, Jimmy's talking about his obligatory Raven Gallery mention. Yep. So that means the next song has come Monday. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> this mythical Raven Gallery yep. that only Jimmy knows about. <laughs> but no one else has heard about. It's consistent. <laughs> song after that is a Zach Brown cover. There we go. Why? And Jimmy talks about um, how he has a block on his phone, and I, I liked how Utley has no idea what Jimmy's talking about. I don't know about your telephone, but I got like a block on it, so I don't know who's calling me. But uh, do you have one of those, Mike Utley? What? Have a what? A block on your phone? No, no, I, 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 I welcome all calls. <laughs> Anyway, somehow another Zach Brown got through my block. That's a good thing. But somehow Zach Brown got through, and Jimmy agreed to do Knee Deep, which is the next song, track 11, song 11 in the set list. Somebody can take her for a walk. It's visiting time. So, Knee Deep. Eh, doesn't need it. Doesn't need Why doesn't play need deep this? It? Doesn't need it. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that they kept Knee Deep. This is... Yeah, I'm. I'm tempted to say this is the third year he's done it. I know it's definitely the second, but is it the third? Could be. We or am I just mixing up the winter and the fall and winter tours or, or something? Yeah, I, it might only be the second time that we've seen it, but it could be. The third. I don't. I don't I have. I really helped. If I have the album, I just have a digital copy of it, so I don't know when that album came out. I think it's what the foundation, the first Zach Brown album. Or the first no. big Zach Brown album? Not Knee Deep. Knee Deep's the next album. Okay, yeah, Toes is the first one. You're right. Yeah. And I think Buffett did Toes, too, before he ever did Knee Deep. Um, no. I thought I heard him sing Toes. Unless I'm oh, thinking oh, of... oh, he did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought he, he was on it. No, he wasn't on it. I think no, no, did. but he played it in concert. Yeah, yeah. he did. <laughs> I know it's hard to believe. The Coral Reefers have turned into a Zach Brown tribute band. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I why? Yes, yeah, I keep saying why. That. He's got enough material. I, I don't. I don't you know, she's it. not gonna be happy to be a petter man. Wait. I got a phone. I got a beer in one hand and the phone. Now she's taking. Now she's bringing her. Because yeah, phone. I've seen within Go the past her. year a little over here. I've seen Zach Brown, so I've seen all these songs him doing it. I, I don't. I just don't understand. So it seems only fair that Zach Brown should do a bunch of Buffett songs yeah. every concert. Anyway, next next uh, song, Volcano. Jimmy name checks the Upper Peninsula. And uh, I was, I, I have to admit, I was actually looking forward to what Jimmy was going to call our volcano, because now he's started to give the volcano different names, depending on the venue. So I was actually looking forward to our volcano name, and I have to admit, I was very disappointed. I don't think he put any thought into our volcano name. Kind of like the show? <laughs> Something to do with pizza. <laughs> with the pizza. these comments from the HUD gallery. The penis gallery. <laughs> Wait, what was the name? Well, we've escaped the floods, we've escaped the rains. The only thing...
that's on the radar tonight is there's a little, there's volcanic activity up in the Upper Peninsula tonight. There's, a, there's an active volcano right up near Escanaba. Uh, you ever been to Escanaba? I have. Well, tell me about it. I played it. It's pretty wild up there in the UP. Yeah. And this active, you know what this active volcano is named? No. It's a Greek name. Mount, Mount Pizza Pius. It's, uh, it's an active volcano that's watch. There's lava coming down right now. We gotta warn people about this. But I don't know what I'm saying up here. I don't know. Oh, God. And I have no idea why that would be exclusive to the Upper Peninsula. Because they're so known for their pizza. <laughs> he must not know the, the pasty. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Mike Mike tried to bring that up, that he was thinking of, like, the pasty pie. <laughs> and uh, it's it's too bad he didn't think of it, because that would have made sense. That would have. That would have been. Yeah, I don't remember that. I probably could hear It would have been stupid. All the volcano names have been stupid, but at least they've had something to do with the venue. This one, he totally pulled out of his behind, uh, so to speak. And uh, last year, I think it was talking about the song where all the core, re the, where all the referettes were going to different microphones to sing the chorus, and it was volcano. I kept saying that it wasn't volcano, and I'm wrong. It was volcano because I noticed it this time they were going to different microphones to say the I don't know part. And I just thought that was funny. They were they're like cycling between microphones <laughs> to sing the I don't know part, and I pointed out to Mike, but I think it was too late. I don't think he noticed. I didn't notice. And the uh, big volcano explosion sounded pretty damn cool. It, it totally rumbled the entire stadium. It, they had a really cool sensor-round effect to bring up the old sensor-round sound. Effect and what was on the screen? A volcano exploding? Yeah, Because I couldn't see anything. Yeah, it was a volcano. <laughs> because it was not just and because of the yellow pole. Jim, Jim, uh, Jimmy had a funny uh, run forest run comment because that's the point where the, reef, where, uh, the coral reefer band leaves because it's leading into Mac's solo part. So as they took off, Jimmy Jimmy said, Run, Forrest, run! Which I, I was amused by. <laughs> and uh, Mac, Mac got a funny line, too, where he said, Well, that certainly woke up the neighbors. I witnessed a little Jehovah myself on that. I know. We have one Jehovah witness right here. <laughs> I like that line. It was, it was funny. But the uh, coral, coral reefers do take off because it's time for Mac Solo, which is little Martha. And uh, Mac mentions that he's doing a Wounded Warriors. Actually, I think Jimmy brought up that Mac is doing a Wounded Warriors concert in Royal Oak, but Jimmy calls it Royal Oaks. <laughs> I don't think I noticed that the first time, but I definitely noticed it when I was listening to the recording of it. For those of you who know, Mac will be playing the Wounded Warrior uh, benefit tomorrow. Yep, down at Royal Oaks. Yep. Down at Royal Oaks. And uh, so please go out and support that very, very noble cause. And in the meantime... Uh, after Little Martha, everybody comes back for my other high point of the night... I thought this was, I mean, it's its not the rockingest song, of course, but I thought it was great. It was He Went to Paris. Yeah. No, that was cool. Yeah. I loved it. I loved the, the, I loved the background that they had. It was just a still shot of the Eiffel Tower at sunset. I thought it was beautiful. It was nice and quiet and contemplative and beautifully done. Sounded great. 
And that song is just such a great song that it makes me wonder why has he waited this long to bring it back into the set list? Yep. I just wondered why we ever go home. <laughs> <laughs> Another good song. Another good song. It's a great song. Not as good as He Went to Paris. Yeah. And this song, this song is kind of like a, a companion piece to a, a Pirate Looks at 40, for me. And I was just wondering, what do you guys, how do you guys compare these two songs? Which song do you think is better, Pirate Looks at 40 or He Went to Paris? If you had to compare the two, which do you think is a better song? Or, I mean, well, I, Pirate, Pirate Looks at 40. Yeah, to Pirate. Blows it away. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. I, I would have, no, I think, I think He Went to Paris is a better song than Pirate Looks at 40. Really? Yes. What's your reasoning behind this? Pirate Looks at 40 doesn't end. It kind of just tapers off with that I'm going to get drunk uptown line, which I don't think resolves it as well as He Went to Paris does. He Went to Paris is this beautiful it's story. story. Yeah. It's got a beginning, middle, and end, and it's perfect. It's the country music yeah. three-act. And that's why I, I think it's a better song than Pirate Looks at 40. Yeah. Pirate Looks at 40 has some of my favorite lines in it, but I think He Went to Paris is a better song. So chew on that. No, I say I like pirate, but then it just goes off. It doesn't end on purpose. There's nothing to resolve. Because he uses a pirate looks at 50, 60, (laughs) and in three years we'll hear a pirate looks at 70. Jimmy's a genius, You like it because it's a a cash grab? I'm looking at it as a song, not a cash grab. This dog. Well, the whole thing's a cash (laughs) grab, Mick. That's all you got to look at it. My feet are really ticklish. <laughs> well, She's sticking it right, the foot right down into the. I mean, her tongue right down into the shoe. Well, you, <laughs> you got her. Leave, no. I can't believe he said that. You got her peanut butter jar. I didn't have it. She put it on my foot. Or what are you doing with the peanut butter jar, Joe? Put your foot out of the peanut butter jar and maybe she'll stop licking it. Another uh, thing, anyway. and I also like this because Utley's on accordion and Jim Mayer has an okay. upright sure. bass instead of an electric mm-hmm. bass. But I noticed that uh, Jimmy kind of gestures with his arm during Had a Good Life All the Way and when he brings his hand back he smacks the guitar so there's this big loud chord right in the middle, right at the end of the song. Jimmy, some of it's magic Some of it's tragic but I had a good life all the way. I didn't notice that. And what? right after he went to Paris is Cheeseburger in Paradise. I've never heard that live. And I uh, I like the screen for this because it had like an endless march of cheeseburger buns on the screen. I thought that was amusing. It's like an endless parade of cheeseburgers. Was that from before, too? That sounds familiar. I, I didn't don't see think it so. this time. I don't remember seeing it. <laughs> Joe's experiencing all this for the first time. And, uh, yeah. Jimmy found out that Mac had a cheeseburger at some uh, local place, and Mac bragged that it was... Uh, you had a big cheeseburger today, didn't you, Mac? Enormous cheeseburger. Let's give a shout-out to the cheeseburger. The Red Coat Tavern. It was the size of my head. I'm mighty proud of it. All right, to the Red Coat Tavern. Here's a cheeseburger for you. And the location was either in West Bloomfield or Royal Oak. I'm not sure. Royal Oaks? Yeah, Royal Oaks. Song after that was one of Mike's favorites, we all know. It was Scarlet Begonias. <laughs> yeah. We all like know it. how Mike feels about that song. Jimmy uh, Jimmy supposedly saw the Grateful Dead at Cobo Hall, so he says. I don't know how true that is. Yeah. But at least it was kind of cool that he knew about Cobo Hall. Yeah. Right now, kind of strolling back down memory lane, uh, I remember one of those times when I was uh, playing as an acoustic act here uh, 
I came and I think it was Coco Hall. I saw the Grateful Dead one time in Detroit and uh, it kind of... Because that seems like the place where the Grateful Dead would have played. I yeah, but I can't imagine Jimmy coming up here to see the show. <laughs> exactly. exactly. But I, I was impressed that he pulled the name Cobo Hall out of all the places where the Grateful Dead could have played in the area. Because that seems likely. Next song was the one we've all been waiting to talk about. It was Brendan Mayer's solo vocal. Something to say. I don't remember that one. <laughs> I remember you guys talking about it a lot in the parking lot after the show. That's for sure. They remind me from a, a line from the movie Grown Ups, where their chicks are checking out the muscle build, bodybuilder at the pool, and he comes up and starts talking. Hi, girls. Where are y'all from? That's <laughs> well, the same version of the guy's voice. It just didn't fit. Yeah, no, it did fit. It didn't fit. Plus, it's like, you know, we're not, uh, we don't need to bring up the minors in the middle of a major yeah, league show. Yeah, this, is, this is major yeah. leagues. You know, we got triple mm-hmm. A talent I, showing up. I think we're looking at some Pudge Rodriguez in his later years here myself. So. <laughs> I do have to admit I'm surprised that Brendan Mayer is still part of the act. I thought it was kind of cool that Jimmy Lennon sang once yeah. or twice. See, it's a favorite. And now, yeah, now it's going on and on and on. Yeah. He doesn't deserve... To be playing at Coerica Park in front of those people, they they didn't pay money to see Brendan Mayer do one song. Do you it's, remember? Do you remember? Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying it's the same thing. I'm gonna equate it to Michigan's head football coach. He doesn't. He never did anything to deserve to be the head football coach. This guy oh, didn't boy, do any. This guy didn't do <laughs> anything to deserve to play in front of those people just for one song. You know what? So don't be I don't so want to pay because you sat behind a pole. I sat behind a pole. <laughs> I never saw him the whole show, and all of a sudden, this this squeaky voice comes out of nowhere. (laughs) Wow. So I I take it you guys don't remember the first song that he did, Getaway Car? Even though it's available at Margaritaville TV, you can see the video at Margaritaville TV. So I guess it's pointless to ask what you think. You keep this mentioning song. this uh, Margaritaville <laughs> TV. Is this something that is on the line? Yes, yeah, it's, it's Margaritaville.tv. <laughs> yeah. I may not have it on his internet. Uh, we said it to him in email, though. I'm going to have to check this out this on the line stuff. It's actually, you, actually you would about. like it because there's some videos to watch. There's some cool stuff, right? Yeah, you should check out the, the Volcano there's, there's one from, link. from 1991. The mission. That was cool. I, I don't remember that but i checked it with my recording now we're talking about the volcano video from 1991 from pine knob on margaritaville.tv and i checked it with my recording and it is the same because i i can i can sync up his comments on the video and my recording of my bootleg of that concert but i do not remember anything about that performance i don't remember a lot about some of those years i don't remember a conga line appearing on stage I think I do remember that. Wasn't that the year that we were sitting in your boat? Was that 91? Or 90? Remember it in front of the house? I guess it yeah, was this wasn't during the show, though. This no, was, no. I know, I'm, I'm just saying it for the listening audience. Sitting in the boat was just that weekend. It had nothing to do with the actual show. Well, it did. It was a pregame for that show. That's <laughs> why we don't remember. That <laughs> could be... But anyway, Nick, would you like to explain to the listeners the uh, noise in the background? <laughs> yes. Nala is eating plastic. It's, she's licking all right the Right under the microphone. Well, you guys, just for the record, you did put the microphone on her bed. So 
Really? Her bed's the chair? Yeah. How can her, she fit? The chair's on that. Oh, she the fits in the chair, too. Oh, the chair is on top of her bed. I see. She's got several chairs but she sleeps on. <laughs> I made a little yes. note here on something to say, Brendan Mayer's big song, that uh, I, I watched the Margaritaville TV concert afterwards because someone was kind enough to upload it to Buffett News. And I didn't notice that during the song, Jimmy takes off and he's up with Eric Darkin in the percussion section where Eric Darkin is, and Jimmy's playing tambourine up there. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Oh, I didn't. I thought Jimmy. I I thought he would be he would stay on stage and sing like background vocals or just play like rhythm guitar. But no, he actually goes up to the top of the stage and plays tambourine. Huh. Um, the next song was kind of a surprise. It was Mexico with a guest appearance by James Taylor himself. Yep. Which I was all fired up for until they started singing. <laughs> <laughs> James Taylor happened to be in town because he would be, he was going to be at Pine Knob or DT Energy as, as some people call it. The following night, Sunday. Our concert was Saturday. James Taylor would have been at DTE on Sunday. So Jimmy invited him to uh, sing Mexico for us. And uh, it was an awkward start. It was a very awkward start. You can you could see that James Taylor is really iffy about the way it starts. And I, I kind of feel sorry for him because it's his damn song. He yeah. should be able to pick the rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to sing his it. tempo is way slower than James. <laughs> yes. So they're kind of fighting each other, and and it also doesn't help that there's no real count in for the song because it starts with that, that yeah. quiet. Acoustic yep. opening. They jump right. So, in. so the only thing James Taylor has to go on is Jimmy, and Jimmy's leg. Jimmy's keeping time with his leg, with his own leg, I should say. And uh, <laughs> I glad you clarified that. <laughs> <laughs> keeping time with James Taylor's leg. But uh, after after watching the video a couple times, he, James Taylor's only off by like one line. By the second line, he he catches on. He pulled it together. But uh, it just it really struck everybody as, hey, what's going on here? Well, you know, you never know who you're going to run into coming through Detroit these days. And uh, I've had a friend of mine, uh, uh, dear friend, old friend, uh, looking for uh, looking for his way to Mexico. James Taylor, get on out of here! This is. It's not a hologram. Good evening, Detroit. James is at Pine Knob tomorrow night. Now he and then Buffett at the end of the album called Pineab Pineab mm -hmm. again. And it's so yeah, cool. I've he, never heard him refer to it as DTE. Just no. refuses to. Yeah, but he didn't have to refer to it at all. He just made sure he mentioned Pineab. Buffett did. 
Taylor would be there. The plug for uh, James Taylor. Now, didn't it like pour the next day? I mean, it was oh god, yes. And your sister was at the James Taylor. Uh, Is that like the online? I'm the one. No. I'm pretty sure I saw pictures of your sister at the James Taylor show. Oh, I didn't think she went there. She was going to uh, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, Justin Timberlake. Was it oh, Monday? Yeah, JT one. JT? Oh my gosh, she probably said we're at JT. It was yeah. her and uh, Brett's wife. Yeah, yeah it was Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. <laughs> they real JT. <laughs> James they, they probably said JT. He was so old. JT, did you read that on the line? Yeah, Yeah, it was. was I thought she went to see Jethro Tull. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it probably would have been better. I didn't know (laughs) that Jethro Tull and it was. But I'd I'd be surprised if that wasn't a washout, but I I didn't hear anything about it, so I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty amazing how we... The the forecast looked so crappy that morning, the morning of our show. Because according to my phone, we were supposed to get thunderstorms from 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. Bastards. But then as the day went on, the, the, the forecast kept changing. But uh, So we squeaked by without any kind of rain, but they got poured oh, on yeah. on Sunday. Yep, Sunday was a washout. Anyway, after Mexico came one particular harbor. Any comments? It's the usual. Yeah, <laughs> basically. That's a good song, though. Yeah, no, I yeah, it's a great it's tune, but it's just stuff that it, I've know, only heard it a couple of times live. Yes, so often. Well, here's something new for you, Hud. Thanks. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to love it. It's somebody it's, else's song. So. It's it's the medley of Free and Into the Mystic. Yeah, Zach Brown go. strikes again. A couple of covers. Yeah. It's... It, I do have to admit, I like. Sounded it. good. No, no, no. I, I like the way it. they blended. You know, into the, the Mickey's got it right. You know, it was done well. Yeah. Okay, now if you don't do summertime blues and this and that and all that <laughs> yeah, stuff, maybe. Right. And then but, you do this and these two because into the Mystic, it was really cool to hear it. Into, into the Mystic. Yeah, I like how they yeah. did that. But like I said before, if you're gonna do free, you have to drop knee deep. You can't do exactly. two Zach Brown songs yeah. in the set. Well, let's just get back to the basics and say we don't play anybody else's songs. That would be nice. Yep, I that would be nice. Maybe one of his songs years. could go into into the Mystic. Yeah, back. It yeah. Had, I like I like that stuff. Yeah, and I like when they did Redemption right song now. with Pirates Looks at Forty. I yeah, like that. Next song was another cover, Southern Cross. Yeah, that's another one he's made his own, which you know. Let's give this a rest. He doesn't need that and Brown Eyed Girl. Right. And yeah, it's <laughs> but they did go back to the much. they did go back to the full band version of it on like yeah, last year. But I think I made that comment already in other set lists from this tour. Song after that was Pirate Looks at Forty. Great uh, song. Yep. Great song. Jimmy makes the, makes the comment Patience Grasshopper, which amused the guy behind me, who obviously must be old. And uh, he ends the song by saying, No wine in Detroit, which kind of ruined my perfectly good mope. I had a great mope going on because the song's so sad, and Jimmy had to ruin it by telling me not to whine. So I was ticked off about that. <laughs> Just takes a while. Hey, she's fresh. Then he picked things up with fins, which means mm. we're nearing the end of the concert. We should mention that our friend of the show, Joe Madge, 
But that was back for a volcano. He heard that, right? He went up to dinner oh, nearby. Yeah, yeah. He went rock walking by and he heard Buffalo playing volcano from oh, outside really? of the stadium. Yeah. yeah, he was just outside walking to his car or something. Lucky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, watching the video again before I came up here, I caught that Jimmy mentions Mackinac Island again, which I always appreciate because it's one of my favorite islands. I know you guys like the Caribbean islands. And he also changed the end of the song by saying, We got bands to the left, bands to the right, bad sharks in Detroit God, I love when he personalizes something like that. <laughs> Actually, that I just don't makes think he it does. so much better. I don't think that line is feeding on Jim Dunn. And I missed most of this song because I was about to shoot the, the Finns dance and my camera ran out of drive space. So I spent the song trying to figure out how to delete all the music on my phone and it took me about three and a half minutes to do that. And by the time I figured it out, the song was over. So I never got a video of the Finns dance. My annual video of the Finns dance. Just thought I'd share that. Thanks. Uh, song after that was Margaritaville. Mm. Jimmy gets political by saying It was all Putin's fault And he also uh, He also used the line I blew out my flip-flop I did a stage drop Another reference to his Australia adventure, but I thought that, that was, he keeps hitting on year uh, after year. After I thought that it's was nice Jimmy. that he did it in one line instead of re repeating that same extra verse that he's always True. done for a couple of years. But so. give it up. Yep. Let's let's pass. either fall off another stage or come up with something else. Pass this. Call him for him. Fall off the stage. <laughs> I wouldn't see it because that yellow pole would be in my way. What happened? What happened? <laughs> tell did he fall off the stage? I can't tell. Then everybody left the stage, but the guy behind me assured his date that Jimmy would be back, which I thought was helpful of him. That's damn good insight. He'll be back. He'll be back. I've been through one or two of these. Oh, what, 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 by you? One of them guys. <laughs> yeah, I he has to explain funny. everything to his woman, because, you know, he's in charge. He knows everything about concert. His calling. third time seeing him. I've been to this before. <laughs> All at Comerica. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Jimmy... Of Jim, he was right though because Jimmy did, Jimmy did come back. Yeah. Poo, that guy's going to Vegas. Uh, His wife thinks he's a genius. Clear, he clear did. Uh, he did band intros now instead of. Sometimes he'll come back right for the song and then do band intros after. But this one he went right into the band intros, and he mentioned that uh, Doyle Grisham is from Kalamazoo, which got a big reaction from the crowd, which I thought was just damn shameless what? because Doyle's not from Kalamazoo. What? Oh, just not? shameless. You're no. Just thinking he was. Hmm. And uh, he fooled Mike. I believed him. Oh my gosh. Best I think he's from Tennessee or something. Really? He's from Kalamazoo. I didn't know this. Everybody reacted to that, which was a shame because he's not. And then he introduced Michael Utley as being on guitar and keyboards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then he had to correct himself because Utley doesn't play guitar. This <laughs> is Michael Utley on guitar and keyboards. Oh, and not guitar. Yes. <laughs> But he never says someone's on guitar and keyboards, does he? <laughs> or does he play guitar? No, I mean, mm -hmm. is there someone else that's helping out on keyboards that sometimes plays guitar? I don't know. 
So it's funny he made that mistake. I remember him making that mistake. Where that came Even from. though the yellow ball was in Yeah, he heard it. He heard it, but didn't see it. And the first song of the encores was Five O'Clock Somewhere and Why Don't We Get Drunk and Screw. Another cover. Yeah, another cover. Yeah. With an original song. He can't put this to bed now. So many people that that think that's he has to play yeah, that the song. Yeah, new, the newbies got to hear that. I'm kind of surprised he dropped it the last few years. Uh, it's such a crowd pleaser. Everybody it's sings to along go. to it's it. Enough. It's enough. That's exactly it. Everybody sings along to it. Yeah, God forbid. Uh, song after that was another Saturday night, because it just so happened it was Saturday night. Yeah. And I saw on Buffett News, somebody got their hands on the set list, the actual printed set list from the stage. And the song we were supposed to have gotten was "We Are the Parents of People Are," or "We Are the People Our Parents Are us by." Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> we are so the people our parents. He threw a cover in there instead <laughs> of the original. But I, I do like that song, so I was kind of happy with it. I like that song too, but you don't. Yeah, again, but again, with the much. cover. Well, too many. he would have stuck in "Twist and Shout," so he wouldn't have gotten. He would have gotten the cover anyway. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So there. What are you doing? And the final song of the night was <laughs> "Lovely Cruise." Yep. Okay. I know. And this was well done. I liked how everybody left. Yes, they did oh, it. They, you know what I like? That was the best part. I think that's where the girl with her shirt was on button all the way. <laughs> Is that what boobs hanging out? Oh, when you were at the up. top. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I saw. Really? I saw a naked pair of boobs. Are you to tell him the story? Is this the appropriate time to bring this up? Yes. This is the. There's no more appropriate time. So I'm in my seat. I have to get up because my knee hurts so bad I can't sit. So I got to go stand at the top of the whatever and watch the rest of the show and lo and behold as I'm standing there I see a brunette walking up in a see-through shirt it's a blouse very sheer and see-through catches my eye next thing I know she gets closer shirt is completely unbuttoned all the way down past her waist the shirt's pulled open and there's nothing but boobs sticking out with no brassiere under clothes or anything, and it's just straight up boobs. So I'm lovely like, boobs. Bravo! Wow! Bravo! I'm like, and they were nice, nice, big, full, the whole nine yards. So I'm not imagining anything. So I asked the guy next to me, some old guy. Did you see uh, that? You see that? And he's like, Yep. I'm like, Okay, <laughs> just checking. So to make the story even better. I asked Patty a week later at Bocce Ball, hey, did anybody see the girl in the white see-through before I could finish the sentence? Yes, I seen her. That was disgusting. <laughs> I'm like, well, was her shirt on or buttoned when you seen her or and covered? She says, it was on button and yes, they were covered. I said, well, by the time she walked up the 13 rows, they were hanging out flopping. <laughs> wow. And my only, my only regret is I couldn't get my cell phone out quick enough. Ours <laughs> <laughs> too. Wow. So there's a first. I see a yellow pole. <laughs> it's equal. Wow. Was she like hammered or something? That, yeah, she it? she was pretty hot. Oh, okay. Who wasn't? She was a girl. A woman, a female at Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> you think maybe she had trouble at the end of a Buffett concert. Yeah, yeah. She had trouble pacing herself? <laughs> I don't know. You could probably tell us more yeah, about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why don't you, Schmoll? The red light's on. <laughs> no, yeah. And then I, there was a lot in the show, too. In front of me and... 
all around. People just collapsed by the end of the show. Just, I just don't get it. Well, I mean, it, people take it as an excuse to drink everything in sight. Yeah, because they're not it's really not interested in the $10 show. $10 a beer. <laughs> well, they'll, yeah, they'll, they'll buy beers. They'll buy multiple beers. You see people go up to in the, in lines multiple times. They keep coming back Everybody with wants uh, their beer in there. Like, didn't you just party out in the lot? I, yeah. I, I mean, I you think that's a pretty good thing. Lot. Party out in the lot, go to the show, and don't drink. And enjoy the show. The Ten bucks a beer. You, go, you, you know, three beers, five beers. These people are these people are going up multiple times. People are dropping hundreds of dollars inside on beer. Yeah. Which is yeah. just to After me insane. Partying all day long. Yeah. 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 I mean, half of it's spilled on me. <laughs> like the drunken fools in front of me. But the song, Love the Cruise, I like the way they did it. I do like everybody leaving, and then yeah. they actually run back on like it's a Broadway play or yeah. something. And, and I, I thought that was really cool. Because, yeah, I, I like you see it. You're behind the pole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not, I can see it. half of it. See, now, now <laughs> I'm starting to doubt his uh, pole, pole <laughs> I can't see he... the. I can see the musicians. I couldn't see the screen. I couldn't see the left screen. I couldn't see the behind screen, but that's that had nothing to do with the pole. I just found out about that uh, big curtain call thing. I think the the night before, or the morning of. So that got spoiled because I didn't know that's how the concert ended. Oh, see, that was a that was all new to me. I didn't know that was coming. That was cool. But that at least that at least allowed me to go over and video record the entire song. As soon as I saw the Reeferettes leave, it's like, oh yeah, that's right. So I went over and I recorded the whole song. The end of which is in the tailgate video. I did not know that they all came out for the big company bow. And my thanks to Spam a lot for giving me the term company bow. I didn't know that's what it's called when they all come out and then bow is one. The whole big line takes that's a big a long bow. It's called company bow. I, I just that was a that was a classy. That was classy. Yeah, it was. I liked it. It was yep. pretty cool. I liked that a lot. And I liked the song and even though Technically, it's a cover. I mean, he didn't write that song, but it really is his song. So, I'm not including that in the covers. Of and my issues. I didn't. I don't think I heard this in the audio part, but I was watching the video from the Buffalo News discussion board, and at the very end, Jimmy shouts out, "Somebody, somebody's grabbing my ass back there!" During the big company bow part. And as soon as he says that, Tina reaches and grabs his butt before she runs off to the side of the stage. So, it's on the video. And with that, that was our show. It's over. I didn't have to peek around a big yellow pole anymore. I should have brought a big yellow pole today. Put it right in front of him. Right <laughs> I was actually concerned. Like, I mean, it's really tall and it's just got some nuts and bolts keeping it in place. Well, and I'm looking like, like basic if there's bad weather, can it fall? <laughs> yeah, there's a lightning bolt. What's going on here? It's, I've never been so close. It's so tall. <laughs> it's kind of moving constantly. I didn't like I that. I was, yeah, it's going to fall on me. I'm like, don't dance too much. There's a pole here. <laughs> so there was definitely some some good moments in the show and Love the Cruise is one of them I can't think of any others or, no yeah just too many covers we gotta cut back on the covers you don't 
couple years ago he was doing better with the set list than he is now. It's it's uh Yeah, there are a lot more covers this year than in years past. I don't I don't understand. His catalog just gets bigger. Yeah, and he didn't touch any new songs. Uh-huh. He's got all these new. new like, I'm not complaining songs. about it. He but. he was doing something about a boat in the earlier shows, but he dropped that. So yeah. there was nothing from the new album yep. that I recall. I don't think there was barely anything recent. Nope. Nope. <laughs> there wasn't anything after, off of License Last to Chill, albums. right? Yeah. Three albums. I Plus, don't think he, he had been basically. Doing... It was songs you know by heart. With covers added, yeah, <laughs> and the the uh, Zach Brown tribute songs you know by heart and songs you know by others. <laughs> don't give there them you any, go. Don't, don't give, give them any ideas. ideas. You're gonna have an album cover. You guys songs will be you buying know by it others. Too. It's called License to Chill, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he'll do a whole tour on that. We're calling for the no covers. He'll do all covers. Yeah. This covers for you a tour. <laughs> so that's the only critique. I think afterwards there wasn't much going on. We got to our cars and eventually left. Everybody was in a hurry. Sarah put the laid down the law. <laughs> yeah, my I'm ready to go. Mike the had to oh, really? roll out of there fast. The good thing about not having the limo was we could go back to Schmoes and yeah. Well, this up. year it was it wasn't that good, Mick. Didn't last long. Wow. Because as soon as we got back, it was like. Time to go, Mike. I don't know. It didn't look like Schmo was in a party and mood for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Joe wasn't very fun this yeah, year. Yeah, Schmo was really uh, right. I provided Schmo. you a uh, venue for entertainment. I think if you look at our tailgate video, Schmo is constantly just looking off into the distance. In the middle distance. He was grim Schmo all day. Yeah. Maybe that's why he disliked the seat so, so much. I think it was, that that just, that was I just a perfect think. day to have a shitty seat. It was such a shitty seat. <laughs> it should not have been for sale. I mean, the Detroit Tigers of like 1940, you know, would never sell you this seat, you know. Even their crooks, they wouldn't sell you this seat. Uh, Unbelievable. Stop whining. (laughs) I forgot all about this, and I can't believe I didn't take a picture. It said, look at my my view. Well, no photo. This can't be true. That's right. Picture, it didn't happen. You're all looking at me like I'm going to produce one now, really, with my mind. Yeah, where's your pole, Schmo? He's going to go buy those. We seats. don't believe. He's going to go buy those seats for a Tiger game and stare it in the center field and take a picture. <laughs> yeah, if I can get down there for a Tiger game, take a picture. I will. Okay, Photoshop nice. the concert. Find it. See you, bastards. Um, I went. I went back to Mike's house and hung out there for quite a while. Had cold cheeseburgers. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. And yeah, we ate. Again. Mike's Mike's son expressed interest in in what Buffett albums he should start listening to. So there you go. Good guy. Mike has I hope a young you steered flocker. him in the right direction. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take him back to the beginnings. I was saying that he should start from the very beginning because you know I'm that kind of nerd where you start with album one and work your way forward. But Mike was saying that he should start with changes because that's what Mike started with. Yep. I was going to walk him through the same thing that we did. Start, Which start is with a pretty good idea. Walk backwards changes, a little bit and walk forwards. Changes is a good place to start. I was going to say, are you just going to sit there, she's thinking? <laughs> 
I'm waiting. So now I want to find out what Brian has to say about changes, if he's actually listened to it. I don't think he has listened to it yet. Ironically, he took off during Lovely Cruise because he didn't recognize the song, even though it was the very last song of the night. Yeah, Yeah, so he he missed the whole... Walking off. Yeah, he, he he didn't recognize it, so he took off and went to the restroom. Yeah, he walked past me. Was and the I, shirt unbuttoned? No, no, he was dressed. Hmm. At a quick pace. And I'm like, where the hell are, are you, you going? What are you doing? It's the last song. So we might have a, a new segment for our future podcast. I'm sure everybody's excited about this, but like, what does Brian think? <laughs> What do the, the the young people of today have to say about Buffett's yes, well, I mean, discography? Brian could join in. Give us his two cents. No. So you guys remember the three casts that I sent you? Yeah, I didn't really think yeah, too I hard. Think I'm thinking. <laughs> but <laughs> but I'm thinking. Yeah, well, no, I, uh, I could come up with stuff, but why don't we do that next time? Okay. Yeah. I only bring it up because it's dated July 8th, and so... <laughs> But the other five oh, we casts that we talked about that we talked about a long time ago was I'm trying to get to the date was dated June eighteenth. <laughs> I have those notes in my phone. We don't move too and fast. I, have, I did that homework. I have we a know, casper from the We know from Mike did because he never does. <laughs> so I have these old news stories in the archive, so they're going to be pretty. Well, I, I pretty think we should do that. We finally get to them. We should do that three cast next time. I like that. Hey, you want to get in on this, Hud? Yeah. You can. It's from the Margarillas, uh, Jimmy's uh, tour gang, roadies. They said on Facebook, you're having a party at your house. Right you got the grill going, drinks are on ice, and your best friends are there. You just pretend. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett shows up with an acoustic guitar and says, I'm going to play you three songs of mine, and you get to make the requests. What are they? Whoa, whoa, back up. Three songs of his? Yes. Yeah. That's, first of all, Jimmy didn't come then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so think about that. What three songs? You like to just him and an acoustic guitar? Yep. So there you go. All well, right. Margarita Val. Actually, you're kind of, you're kind of not, or not mocking, you're kind of mimicking what the actual Facebook comments were. Oh, no. Oh, I'll bet. I'll bet be a ton of them like that. Okay. So there you go. I guess that's our cliffhanger for the next Yes, episode. that's our cliffhanger. Our tease. All and right. I tried real hard to find a good joke and stuff for today. I spent time on this. Ooh, wow. Nothing okay, made cool. the cut. Then bring it out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Nothing made the cut. Really? That's disappointing. <laughs> yeah, that's the joke. He couldn't see the jokes because he was behind this. <laughs> yeah. There's the joke. Monitor. That's your joke today. I paid full price when people had no obstruction at all. I paid tons less. Finally, you're coming around. It should. Yeah. So the ticket should not be sold. Uh, Knock it off, jeez, this guy. It should not have been on the. You should have raised the fuss. <laughs> why didn't you raise a fuss? Just well, call the usher over. And well, why didn't you raise a fuss? I learned that. Hell, we saw we saw the Nancy and Ann Wilson at Pine Knob, and half the speakers went out, and nobody gave a shit. Yeah. You can't you can't tell the venue people. They're like, oh, it does sound a little different, and then they go stare away from you again. <laughs> you just didn't raise a fuss and you didn't raise a holler. I should take a damn picture. 
I gotta remember that the phone takes uh, pictures. This guy. Well, the phone's in your hand twenty four seven. I didn't forget it's, it's probably already pointed that way. It doesn't. <laughs> hey, well, you can make all the jokes you want, but when I go in a venue, that phone doesn't come out. Doesn't work. It's a brick. I have Sprint. As soon as I have like more than a hundred people in one area, just put it away. It ain't gonna do anything. Whew. So there's the show. There's the show. We did it. We made it through the whole Detroit concert. Wow. <laughs> in about the same time as the concert. <laughs> well, since I heard most of these compl- complaints before, this was like a bunch of covers. <laughs> yeah, but uh, hey, you know. Right. <laughs> 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 Wasting 